Welcome to day 108 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in 1 Samuel chapter 28 to 31 and Psalm 18, with a focus on 1 Samuel chapter 31 verses 8 through 13. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilbah. So they cut off his head and stripped off his armor and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to carry the good news to the house of their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the temple of Ashtaroth and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshin. But when the inhabitants of Jabesh Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and went all night and took the bodies of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshin. And they came to Jabesh and they burned them there. And they took their bones and buried them under the Tezimek tree in Jabesh and fasted seven days. The people that go to reclaim Saul's body, which had been desecrated and humiliated, were the same people who at the very beginning of his kingship, he had rallied Israel to go and rescue from those who were oppressing them. And we're talking many, many, many years later, those people, the men of that city, still remembered the good that Saul had done. Now Saul, throughout his kingship, had made many foolish decisions and had broken many of God's laws and covenants out of insecurity, out of fear. And yet the good that he did was not forgotten by the people who received it. And sometimes, as Christians, we can be pragmatic and we can can say, Oh, you know, it doesn't matter what good the person did. The last thing that they did was bad. So everything that they did that was good, we need to get rid of. And that's not necessarily a fair account uh, or action for us to take because there are many people throughout Scripture who did amazing things and, and didn't necessarily finish well or started really good and then made some major hiccups and then repented and then finished strong. And who God uses, despite their own imperfection, is who God chooses to use. And so at times we can say, oh, you know, this great evangelist, he he succumbed to some sin. And so everything that his ministry was about was false. Well, that's not necessarily true. But what happens is, is when we forget God and our place in his plan, we stumble and we fall. But that doesn't negate the good that people do when they are following God. We need to show grace. We need to show forgiveness. And sometimes I find that people try and and make sure, oh no, you've got to feel the same way about this person that I do. And that's not necessarily how it's supposed to be. Clearly, the people of Jabesh Gilead remembered Saul favorably and they wanted to honor him and they took his body. And while some people would see the burning of his body as a desecration even further, A lot of theologians see this as a means of stopping his body from being further humiliated by the Philistines. They did him a a service. They went and they rescued the body. This verse also really got me wondering because our readings today kind of show us where David's moving towards and what Saul ultimately ends at. And I wonder how Saul would have finished if once he had been told that David would succeed him if he stepped aside and said, I give up the throne to the one that God has anointed. I think about what 
that would have looked like. And I know speculation doesn't do a whole lot, but it certainly doesn't change the fact of the matter of what Saul did. But God is the one who puts us in places, and sometimes God's the one who tells us our time is up. It's time to move on to something different, to something new. And I've seen wonderful cases where people bow gracefully and and they they hand over the keys or the reins to the next in line or the next person that God has called to move his ministry forward. It it could be in a church, it could be in an NGO, it could be uh, an orphanage overseas. But transferring of, of those seasons is sometimes difficult. And I see where people do it well, and I see where people hold on, and they hold on, and they refuse to go. And the thing is, I would rather leave gracefully, because God has told me to, than to stick around and be forcefully removed. And what we see here is Saul is forcefully removed at the end. And I just sometimes wonder what our lives would be like if when God said, hey, it's time to go. We often pray about, hey, God, where am I supposed to go? What would you like me to do? What would you have me do? But are we asking, hey, God, am I lingering longer than I'm supposed to? And that's a hard question to ask because if he says yes, well, then a lot changes. And, and we're creatures of comfort and we're, we're creatures uh, that are habitual in our nature where we like to stick around and we like forming patterns and routines and to shift and change them is difficult. And Saul couldn't do it. Saul couldn't let go of what was once his that had been removed, and so eventually he gets removed. We need, first and foremost from this reading, from this verse that really stuck out, is we need to show understanding and kindness to people who have received good things under difficult leaders, maybe. And that it's okay, and it's okay to say, this leader that may have hurt me actually did a lot of good for other people. There aren't a lot of people that are all good or all bad. We have good and bad moments. And the other thing is, God, is this where I'm supposed to go? Is this where I'm supposed to stay? Is this where I'm supposed to leave? And those are hard questions to ask, but it's important that we're asking those questions as well. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.